Welcome to It Matters What You Think, It Matters What You Say, It Matters What You Do. As the name of my podcast suggests, it really does matter what you think, say, and do. The title of this episode is Fear is Not an Asset. People sometimes disqualify themselves from living a fulfilled life of joy and happiness because of inadequate thoughts and actions that keep them broke, in poverty, and are defeated. They transform a fear of rejection into a source of support that affirms their hopelessness. Sadness, misery, etc. becomes a normal way of existing. A focused life that is filled with accomplishments becomes unobtainable in their minds, all because of this monster called fear that they choose to give life to. When questions like what are you afraid of or why are you afraid of that creeps into a fearful person's heart, they are quickly disregarded. It's as if those questions are treated as if they are a security threat. The phrase, by any means necessary, is sometimes used to motivate someone when they are getting ready to complete a task. That is the mindset of a fearless person. This type of person acquires the knowledge that guarantees their success, even though that effort may be stressful and painful at times. Some people freak out by any means available whenever they are afraid to complete a task. That is the mindset of a fearful person. He or she use familiar bad habits to avoid any opportunities of growth because of the difficulty and the amount of stress that will be involved. In other words, they choose to remain in their so-called comfort zone. In this episode, I'm going to tell you about a few people that did not accept no for an answer. They were not afraid to continue knocking on doors after being rejected. They always believed that they would find someone that would eventually say yes. Trey Brown, the 14-year-old kid that retired his mom and hired her to work for him, said that the word no means next opportunity to him. The fear of rejection and or humiliation has a blinding and paralyzing effect on you. When you succumb to it long enough, you become well-adjusted to living in your self-imposed prison cell. There is a small voice sitting on one of your shoulders, whispering doubtful words into your head that makes you feel justified when you choose not to accept the challenge of growth in your life. It is like you hold the key that opens the door to your freedom, but you refuse to use it because it would break you out of that defeated way of thinking. To not live a life that is bound by fears, you have to be totally honest with yourself and anyone else, especially those that mean you well. 
you can no longer make justifications for living a substandard life. You must eliminate yes people from your life that support and encourage you to continue living a non-productive life. I think it's important to have a good heart failure when you are young because it makes you kind of aware of what can happen to you. Because of it, I've never had any fear in my whole life when we've been near collapse and all of that. I've never been afraid. That is a quote from Walt Disney about fear. He and Trey Brown never met each other, but they did not let fear of failures dictate to them how they should live their lives. Walt Disney almost went out of business many times, but he kept creating new opportunities for his company because he was fearless and not fearful. Endless possibilities exist with fearless people. Disney literally created new technologies to make some of his films. He had men and women that believed in his ideas. He called them Imagineers. Fearless people disregard any kind of negative thoughts or influences. Theodore Seuss Geisel, better known as Dr. Seuss of the Dr. Seuss books, was rejected 27 times when he submitted his first book, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street for publication. Feeling dejected, he happened to tell someone about the many times he had been rejected. It just so happened to be an old college mate that was in the publishing business. When his friend offered to look at the book, Dr. Seuss didn't let the fear of rejection and feelings of frustration cause him to say no. His friend decided to publish the book. That books and others went on to sell 600 million copies. Dr. Seuss died in 1991. In 2017, his estate made $17 million alone, and it is estimated to be worth more than $75 million, all because he decided to reject fear and embrace the courage to continue pursuing his dream. What are you afraid of? In the 1980s, Alice Cole of Bayview, Virginia, a woman with no high school diploma, became a land developer. She took the shacks for, more, for almost 100 African Americans that had no running water and insufficient electricity and replaced them with brand new homes that had modern amenities. What are you afraid of? Dr. Terrari Trent earned her doctorate degree in December 2009 here in America. She dreamed of accomplishing this goal while sitting on the ground or in the dirt in the African village that she was born in. At that time, she was about 18 years old with four children. 
She had become a child bride to a physically abusive man. Also, she had no high school diploma at that time because girls were not allowed to go to school. Let me ask you a rhetorical question. What are you afraid of? Curtis Wall Street Carroll, his story will also make you check yourself about legitimizing any irrational fears that you may have. At this time, he is known all around the world to be one of the best financial advisors that exist. Brace yourself. He accomplished this goal after teaching himself how to read at about 21 years of age. Let me give you another piece of information about how amazing his story is. His other nickname is the Oracle of San Quentin. That is because Warren Buffett, probably the world's best-known financial advisor, is called the Oracle of Omaha, and Curtis Carroll is now serving a prison term in the San Quentin prison. Yes, he set and accomplished these goals while being locked up in one of the most feared places on earth. None of these people that I have talked about in this episode could have made these accomplishments if they would have allowed fear to influence them. In other words, if they had allowed fear to rule them. I encourage you to be very careful about how you think about this episode. If you treat this episode as if this is just someone else trying to make it big on a podcast while overlooking your fears, you probably will say and do very little about confronting them. Let me leave you with a few quotes about fear. Do the thing you fear and the death of fear is certain. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Fear has two meanings. Forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The choice is up to you. Unknown. Fear, false evidence appearing real, unknown. Everything you want is on the other side of fear, Jack Canfield. Remember, fear is not an asset. It is a liability. It does not bring security into your life. It exists because of insecurities in your life. As always, remember if you are in Hawaii, it matters. If you are in Paris, it matters. If you are that middle or high schooler in D-Land, Florida, it matters. What you think, it matters. What you say, it matters. What you do. This episode was brought to you by Ronnie's LastingImpressions.com. That's R-O-N-N-I-E-L-A-S-T-I-N-G-I-M-P-R-E-S-S-I-O-N-S dot com. Please check this website out you will find inspirational and motivational greeting cards 
that promotes self-improvement and strong relationships. It is also sponsored by my book, Thoughts from the Heart That Leave Lasting Impressions. It can be found on Amazon. To book me for speaking engagements, email me at ronnie3861 at comcast.net. One of the upcoming episodes will be entitled The The Portrait of Diligence, Not Arrogance. I hope you tune in. Thank you very much for listening.